Welcome back to another episode of the Martial Arts Thoughtcast. My name is Irvin Quintin. Today is February 3rd. And as always, ending the night with some great training, doing my debrief on what I did today, from lesson plans to what stuck out in class. Um, you know, if I start from the very beginning of the day, went in extra early, put in a fresh coat of paint on the walls of my school. I've, I've had this construction bug lately and just walking through my space, painting the walls with a nice fresh coat of paint, like like I mentioned earlier, uh, changed some light, lights out. Um, there was a space uh, or a section of the school that had like warm lights, you know, like the orange type of lights and I changed those out, put like the cool blue lights to, to mimic daylight. Did some um, research on how to improve the energy of the space. And uh, some people were, were commenting like, something feels different, something feels different. And I said, yeah, I changed out the lights, put some new paint on. How does that feel? And he goes, wow, it feels really great. You know, the energy is always improving. That's that's like my goal, not just my own energy when I get onto the mat. So that way everyone can, you know, just feel how much I really love training and sharing what I uh, what I know, sharing the mats with a lot of like minded people. But like seeing how the environment treats you, you know, how it uplifts pretty much anything. And even if, let's say I'm having a, a low energy day, the school works for me. It's always there, giving the energy that we all need, The just the atmosphere in general. It changes everything, you know? The people that comes in also get affected and that we all influence each other with like the best mindset, the highest quality mindset and highest quality action attached to that. When we get into the lesson plan today, you know, I was thinking of, um, this new module. I think of training, or not training, but teaching in modules, just like how college or any type of school would have lesson plans, not just for a single day, but for an extended amount of time. So that way everyone can get into, you know, higher levels of education, or in this case, our martial arts training. For Kali, we just finished up a lot of Sinawali. Now I'm into uh, bridging the gap between the stick work and the empty hands, right? Like there is an important transition to be able to see how the stick trains the empty hands. And, uh, you know, in today's world, you don't really get to use, you know, your stick or your, imp your improvised uh, implements. So we gotta understand how to move our bodies because not just this, the stick isn't the weapon, right? The blade isn't the weapon. Yourself is the weapon. Your mind is the weapon. And how you're using it with the creativity and how you're using it with what training is exposing to you, that, that needs to be practiced. So bridging it from stick to empty hand is what we've been, uh, what we were training tonight and we'll be training for the next couple of months here. So. That's gonna be super fun. You know, C-Lot, everybody loves C-Lot and we, we got to touch base on it today. Uh, for Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu had some basic stuff that was going on, a little bit of spider guard. You know, when I, when I think about basics, basics when, when it comes to any type of art, and I'll just kind of use Jiu-Jitsu as the, uh, the vehicle to, to use in, in speaking about basics. Mm, as a black belt, you know, I see a lot 
more inside of the basics. In the beginning, I used to think that like spider guard was an advanced guard, you know, as a white belt, as a blue belt, or any of the other colors. You know, there was this thing that I saw that, you know, this the spider guard must be some sort of advanced technique, advanced thing. But in reality, you know, if you put your feet on somebody's hips to control, and instead of just putting on a hip, you put it on somebody's arms or shoulders, it's basically the same thing. You know, we just choose different words to help a associate movements. And I think it's really important to see that. And in, when we look at the deeper concept of things, I mean, it's still the same thing regardless. Just instead of the hips, it's on the shoulders. Instead of the, uh, uh, the hips, then it's on the knees. And you just call it some other name. So I don't know. I think the, the confusion of advanced techniques comes from just you know little details here and there but anyway master mastering the basics is super important that's where all the creativity takes place you know and through many years of training the same thing over and over and over again understanding it deeper and deeper is the advanced training you're still looking at the same things it's still an arm bar it's still a choke. It's still an escape. It's still a shoulder lock. It's still passing or sweeping. You do that for like 10 years, right? And then you have the black belt. The black belt is more of a, uh, I want to say it's completing, completing the um, training mode, you know, the introductory part. Now you get to play with it. You know, it's like a video game. You turn it on and and the first thing that you you experience is the tutorial mode. So tutorial mode from white to brown belt. And then at black belt, you finish the tutorial mode because you understand all that stuff. You go back into the video game and then, you know, let's try it again with everything that I know. Let's see how I would go about the path in completing the activity. And in this case, our training, right? If you could, if you could take the end result, the black belt, and go all the way back to the beginning. Learn the guard again. Learn the scissor sweep. Learn the arm bar. I think I see way more details now and way more intricacies that I could use to to the advantage of improving my position. You know, and I, I feel that that's where the black belt reps start taking place. Very interesting. Very interesting. What if you could take all the knowledge that you have after, let's say, graduating high school and give that to yourself at kindergarten, do it all over again. What would your experience be? Now, I wouldn't want to put myself back at kindergarten, do it all over again. But what would it be like, you know, to have all of that knowledge and practice in a way that, you know, you would grow understanding the roadblocks and accepting it as they come? You would provide yourself more certainty, right? And it would feel better. I would kind of go against that though. You know, I'm like, give myself my own devil's advocate piece. Because if you did that, then you wouldn't pass the test of overcoming self-doubt. You wouldn't be able to pass the test of, you know, being in a rut and then making the decision to do better and reinvigorate yourself to get back into training. Try harder. And I think those are very important pieces of getting the basics down 
solid, solid, solidly. I don't know what kind of word you want to like very, it's got to be potent, you know? Anyway, I'll go ahead and end it from here. As always, thank you for listening. Thanks for letting me catch up with you. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.